welcome to the mini edition of the Petcast, brought to you by leading pet charity Blue Cross. I'm Emma Barton, and in this bonus episode, we're asking our vet Caroline Ray from Blue Cross some of the most common questions we ask about our pets. So Caroline, I've got a good one for you here. (laughs) Should I brush my pet's teeth? Yes, I think toothbrushing is actually a really good idea. But you need to be every bit as attentive to your pet's teeth as you are to your own. So that really means daily brushing. Probably easiest to start with young animals. And you need to use a special toothpaste which is designed for animals. And if you're going to brush your pet's teeth, then you need to start very gradually. What we usually say to do is to just start by smearing toothpaste around their gums. You can get things like fish-flavoured toothpastes for cats and chicken-flavoured toothpastes for dog or malt-flavoured toothpastes. Start very gradually, just do a a real little bit at a time, because what you don't want is for your pet to get upset and to learn that by struggling they can just get away from you. Good idea to also use a special toothbrush which is designed for dogs and cats that's of an appropriate size. You don't necessarily need to open your pet's mouth um, to to brush their teeth. You can just, you know, raise their lip and slide the toothbrush into the side of the mouth rather than just, you know, fighting because most pets don't don't really like having their mouths open and they're naturally a bit resistant to it in the same way that we probably would be if someone grabbed us and just tried to open our mouths. Exactly. Um, So, you know, so so I would probably try and do it without opening my pet's mouth. Um, If you can't brush your pet's teeth, and, you know, sometimes it can be very difficult with older animals that have had perhaps bad experiences of having their mouths handled or aren't really used to it, um, then you can get dental chews, um, but they are not really as good. Um, but a dental chew is better than nothing. But of course, you do need to also bear in mind quite uh, quite a few of these dental chews are quite high in calories. Mm. So if you're giving dental chews, you do need to reduce the amount of food that you are giving to your pet as well. And it's also worth asking your vet because some of the pet food companies do make sort of specialised diets that have been researched and have been you know, found scientifically to reduce plaque. But it's worth getting proper advice on that because um, you, know, they, you want to make sure that you're using one that's actually been researched rather than one that just makes a vague claim that it's good for, good for teeth. I mean, people sometimes say, oh, any, any biscuit diet is good for animals' teeth. But I would say the experience of eating a biscuit as a human is that if you've not got something of the right size and texture, you're going to find that it tends to stick to your teeth rather than cleaning your teeth. Caroline, what happens if there's no way your dog's going to let you brush their teeth? Is it a massive deal? I mean, I don't think you you should feel bad about it. Um, You can get rinses that you can use and some of those are, you know, can be helpful in reducing plaque formation. Um, And obviously you can, as you know, consult your vet about using a special diet um, to reduce plaque formation. And there is a certain element of breed that comes into this. I mean, some breeds of dog do have notoriously bad teeth. I mean, greyhounds and poodles are the two that spring to mind. Um, it's always worth getting regular checkups with your vet um, and discussing about you know whether your pet should have dentistry. I mean, in general, I would say that what we would describe as cosmetic dentistry, i.e., just removing plaque and calculus, because if you look at you know an older dog's teeth, then usually you find that they're sort of browny grey. Hard material to the outer surface, stuck to the outer surface of the tooth, which is what we call calculus. But you know, it's not ideal having that there, but in itself, it's not intrinsically painful. I mean, ultimately, it will cause the uh, gingivitis and the attachment of the tooth to the gum to weaken if it's left there long enough. But if that's just removed and you're not brushing, 
then it's going to come back fairly quickly. And um, so it's worth discussing with your vet. You know, I mean, what, what we usually say to do is to delay dentistry if you can't brush your dog's teeth until such time as your dog has teeth that actually need to come out. And, um, you know, and it's not a tragedy for dogs to lose their teeth, you know, any more than it is for us. They generally cope very well. I mean, I've had a cat which had no teeth and, you know, they, they cope very well. They can even eat biscuits. It's quite surprising. Chewing is not particularly important, particularly to animals like cats, which are, you know, are largely carnivorous and they don't have you know, well-developed molar teeth for chewing. Oh, thank you, Caroline. Again, as ever, so helpful to us. If you are new to us, this is what we do on the Petcast. Have candid conversations around the big issues facing pet lovers like me and you. With some of the UK's leading pet experts like Caroline, giving us their best tips, tricks and guidance. Next time, we'll be talking about socialising your pets with Blue Cross's Leanne Reed and the one and only Anton Debeck. Because we sort of presume that dogs sort of have human attributes and they, they sort of understand everything the same way we do. And yet, of course, they don't. Click follow or subscribe to hear every new Petcast when it's published. The Petcast is a Bengo Media production for Blue Cross. Mm-hmm.